Good day, and thank you for standing by. Welcome to the NanoX Q3 2023 Earnings Conference Call. At this time, all participants are on a listen-only mode. After the speaker's presentation, there will be a question and answer session. To ask a question during that session, you'll need to press star 1-1 on your phone. You will then hear an automated message advising your hand is raised. To withdraw your question, please press star 1-1 again. Please be advised that today's conference is being recorded, and I would now like to hand the conference over to your speaker today, Mr. Mike Kavanaugh, Investor Relations. Sir, please go ahead. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us today. Earlier today, Nanox Imaging Limited released financial results for the quarter ended September 30, 2023. The release is currently available on the investor section of the company's website. Erez Meltzer, Chief Executive Officer, and Ron Daniel, Chief Financial Officer, will host this morning's call. Before we get started, I would like to remind everyone that management will be making statements during this call that include forward-looking statements regarding the company's financial results, research and development, manufacturing and commercialization activities, regulatory process operations, and other matters. These statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that are based on management's current expectations as of today and may not be updated in the future. Therefore, these statements should not be relied upon as representing the company's views as of any subsequent date. Factors that may cause such a difference include, but are not limited to, those described in the company's filings with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Management will also refer to certain non-GAAP financial measures to provide additional information to investors. A reconciliation of each non-GAAP financial measure to the nearest GAAP financial measure is provided in the company's press release issued today. The non-GAAP financial measures include non-GAAP net loss attributable to ordinary shares, non-GAAP cost of revenue, non-GAAP gross profit, non-GAAP gross profit margin, non-GAAP research and development expenses, non-GAAP sales and marketing expenses, non-GAAP general and administrative expenses, non-GAAP other expenses, and non-GAAP gross loss per share. With that, I'd now like to turn the call over to Erez Meltzer. Thanks, Mike. And as always, thank you all for joining us today for our financial results call and corporate update. As previously noted, we have intensified our efforts and focus on the U.S. market to jumpstart our commercialization effort in the region. To support these important efforts, our team and I have increased our presence in the United States over the last few months, and I'm currently in the U.S. We have engaged in discussions with potential customers clinical partners, particularly U.S. healthcare sector professionals, focusing on reimbursement and medical workflow and other key stakeholders. We aim to expedite the implementation of our commercial infrastructure and advance our future strategic plans. Moving to the recent developments in deployments, I am pleased to announce that we have established the first U.S.-based commercial site and demonstration center for the Nanox Arc, which is part of our initial wave in the U.S. A Nanox Arc system has been installed in the New Jersey-based imaging center, 
which marks the beginning of Nanook's commercial expansion into the U.S. market. The system passed all necessary tests conducted by a licensed and certified physicist and enabled to commence scanning of patients to acquire medical imaging using the Nanox ARC, a stationary X-ray system intended to produce 3D tomographic images of the MSK system. The clinic staff will manage the operational, professional, and administrative services, allocating human resources and equipment for the efficient operation of Nanox system in the imaging center. This center will also serve as a demonstration center for our medical professionals, offering them an opportunity to familiarize themselves with the system and facilitate the implementation process. More updates on the progress of installments in the U.S. are expected on the investor on December 4th. We are enhancing our U.S. sales and service team, and I'm happy to announce we have signed an agreement with 626, a national healthcare technology and equipment management company. They will provide services for the Nanox ARC, including warehousing, installation, training, maintenance, and customer support. Headquartered in Boca Raton, Florida, 626 offers tools necessary for imaging centers to achieve maximum uptime and maintain better patient care. 626 has expertise in modalities and medical imaging equipment and provides customized services tailored to their clients' needs. Where their ISO 134085 certification, national footprint, and over 160 field service engineers, they are an ideal company to partner with as we ramp up our commercialization efforts in the U.S. In addition to them supporting installations, maintenance, and services in the field, we intend to install an ARC system in their suburban Atlanta 626 Imaging Academy for training and demonstration purposes. Turning now to our deployment efforts in the rest of the world. Outside of the key U.S. market, we have begun to generate revenues from hardware deployment in Africa. While these revenues are currently small, they are growing. Additionally, as previously announced, an Anox Arc unit has been installed in the University of Ghana Medical Center Limited, UGMC, one of the largest and most advanced hospitals in Ghana. We are pleased to announce that our local partner has obtained approval from the Ghana Food and Drug Authority, the GFDA, and it will soon be operational for clinical scanning of patients. In the meanwhile, we have received an order for additional units in Ghana. We're also actively working on establishing a presence in Latin America. One of our distribution partners is in the process of securing an import license for Nanox Arts, as well as laying the groundwork for a demonstration center. The potential location for the demo site has been identified large hospital offering the necessary space and expertise by the Nanox Arc. We will provide further detail on this development as we make substantial progress. Turning to our OEM initiatives. To meet the anticipated demand of our system, as previously announced, 
we entered into original equipment manufacturing agreement with Varix, a leading global manufacturer of imaging components based in Utah. We have since held formal partnership kickoff meetings at Varix headquarters in Salt Lake City, where the company's executive and technical teams came together to continue final tube design efforts and map out all the roadmaps towards production. Expanding on our OM-related activity, we are currently engaged with an industrial imaging equipment manufacturer on a tube development and manufacturing program we expect to formalize by the year-end to ensure an adequate future supply of tubes. Additionally, our collaboration with the U.S. government agency exploring nanoparticle technology for use in security screening application is advancing with the acquisition of tubes and further testing and evaluation. Finally, a leading global medical technology company has purchased amateurs for internal testing and application development projects. Regarding our regulatory path, despite our efforts to gain regulatory approval in a number of markets across the world, Sometimes our regulatory progress is slower than we would like in some instances, such as with the FDA in the U.S. Each jurisdiction has its independent set of regulations contributing to the complexity of the process. We are diligently navigating these challenges, prioritizing swift approvals while ensuring accuracy and regulatory compliance. Nevertheless, we have not stopped pushing ahead with our regulatory efforts, which continue to be of paramount importance to Nanox. As previously communicated, we partnered with BSI Group, an accredible notified body based on the United Kingdom for eventual CE marking review and approval. I'm happy to announce that we have submitted our technical file for obtaining the CE mark. BSI's formal review will begin in the first quarter of 2024, according to the planned timeline, and I look forward to providing updates upon the conclusion of this process. We have also made substantial progress in our home market, Israel. The Medical Device Division of the Ministry of Health, known as AMAR, A-M-A-R, is the regulatory body that oversees medical devices. On November 22, 2023, Nanox-Arc received AMAR approval from the Israeli Ministry of Health, and it is now registered as a medical device in the Israeli market. Following this approval, the Israeli Ministry of Health granted Nanox-Arc a free cell certificate, which is a requirement for regulatory submission in some markets. Turning to our clinical efforts, as previously disclosed, the second phase of collecting clinical sample images of multiple human body anatomies with a Nanox R system deployed at Shamir Hospital in Israel is continuing. Additionally, Nanox reached an agreement with Balinson Hospital, a part of the Klalit Health Services, the largest health service organization in Israel and one of the largest in the world. According to this agreement, a human trial designed to assess diagnostic capabilities of the Nanox ARC in detecting chest and lung diseases will be launched at the Bailingstone Hospital. All required Israeli Ministry of Health approval 
an institutional ethics committee has been obtained and the trial is scheduled to commence by the end of 2023. Now I would like to provide an update on our Nanox IA business segment. We generated $141,000 in revenue during this quarter, and Ron will review it in more detail shortly. At the end of the quarter, we announced compelling study results which demonstrated that Nanox AI product found that approximately 60% of patients unknowingly had moderate to severe level of coronary artery calcium, also known as CAC, a proven indicator of future cardiac events. The study was sponsored by Nanox AI and conducted by Bellinsman Hospital utilizing Nanox AI Health CCS, an FDA-cleared and CMR tool designed specifically for cardiac health assessment. Health CCS solution utilizes medical imaging data from routine chest CT scans to automatically quantify and analyze CAC, potentially offering an early detection mechanism for cardiovascular calcium and preventing cardiac care. In other nanoxia news, a 510K submission for Nanox fatty liver detection, known as Health FLD, was submitted in September and is pending FDA 510K clearance. Health FLD is designed to detect early signs of fatty liver diseases from routine chest and abdominal CT scans, not specifically for fatty liver assessment. These updates are highly promising and I look forward to providing additional updates on the Nanox AI, AI business throughout 2024. Before turning the call over to Ren, I'd like to revisit one of the AI product agreement that we have announced previously. In mid-2022, we announced a strategic agreement with Spectrum Health, now known as Corewell Health, one of the leading integrated delivery system IDNs, use our AI population health solutions. Cobol Management reports that their team has successfully integrated the Nanox AI Health CCS solution into their patient care flow, recognizing its significant value in identifying new patients with medium and high calcium level on chest CT scans. We have also received similar positive feedback from another healthcare system using Nanox AI solutions. And with that, I'd like to now turn the call over to Ran Daniel for review our financial results. Ran? Thank you, Eric. We reported a government loss for the third quarter of 2023 of $21.4 million, compared with a net loss of $19.1 million in the third quarter of 2022, which is the comparable period. The increase was largely due to a goodwill impairment of $7.4 million, an increase of $0.4 million in the sales and marketing expenses, which, which was offset by a decrease in our general and administration expenses in the amount of $5.6 million. Our non-GAAP net loss for the third quarter of 2023 was $9.4 million compared with a net loss of $8.1 million in the comparable period. 
the increase was largely due to an increase of 0.4 in the sales and marketing expenses and $0.7 million in other expenses. Revenues for the third quarter of 2023 were $2.5 million, and gross loss was $1.7 million on a gut basis. Revenue for the comparable period were $2.4 million, and gross loss was $1.5 million on a gut basis. Non-GAAP gross profit for the three months ended September 30th, 2023 was $0.9 million, as compared to $1.1 million in the comparable period, which represents a gross profit margin of approximately 37% on a non-GAAP basis for the three months ended September 30th, 2023, as compared to 46% on a non-GAAP basis in the comparable period. Revenue from teleradiology services for the three months ended September 30th, 2023 was $2.2 million, with a gross profit of $0.2 million on a GAAP basis, as compared to revenue of $2.4 million, with a gross profit of $0.6 million on a GAAP basis in the comparable period, which represents a gross profit margin of approximately 11% on a GAAP basis for the three months ended September 30th, 2023, as compared to 26% on a GAAP basis in the comparable period. Non-GAAP gross profit of the company's cellular radiology services for the three months ended September 30th, 2023 was $0.8 million, as compared to $1.2 million in the comparable period, which represents a gross profit margin of approximately 36% on a non-GAAP basis for the three months ended September 30th, 2023, as compared to 49% on a non-GAAP basis in the comparable period. The decrease in the gross profit margins on a GAAP and non-GAAP basis is mainly due to an increase in the cost of the company's radiology due to the decrease in the read rate and payments of incentive payments which the company paid to the company's radiologists to engage in the reading during the overnight and weekend shifts. During the three months ended September 30th, 2023, the company started to generate revenue for the sales and, and deployment of its imaging systems, which amounted to $99,000 with a gross profit of $36,000 in a GAP and non-GAP basis, which represents a gross profit margins of approximately 37% on a GAP and non-GAP basis. Those revenue stems from the sales and deployment of our 2D systems in Africa. Research and development expenses for the first quarter of 2023 were $0.6 million, as compared to $6.1 million for the comparable period in 2022. The decrease of $0.1 million was mainly due to a decrease in the cost of labor of $0.6 million, which was offset by an increase in the company's development of the art system's expenses in the amount of $0.5 million. Sales and marketing expenses for the first quarter of 2023 were $1.1 million as compared to $0.7 million for, for the comparable period in 2022. The increase was mainly due to our go-to-market efforts in the U.S. market in anticipation for the soft launch of our products in the U.S. market. General and administrative expenses for the first quarter of 2023 were $5.0 million as compared to $10.6 million for the comparable period in 2022. 
The decrease of $5.6 million was mainly due to a decrease in our legal expenses in the amount of $2.9 million, largely as a result of the finalization of the SEC investigation. A decrease in share-based compensation in the amount of $2.7 million and a decrease in the cost of directors and officers' liability insurance premium in the amount of $0.3 million. Goodwill impairment for the third quarter of 2023 was $7.4 million. Due to the goodwill impairment related to the teleradiology reporting unit in the amount of $7.0 million and the nano AI reporting unit in the amount of $0.4 million, largely due to the increasing discount rate and management estimates that it would take longer than we originally expected to generate the regional growth of revenues, growth profit, and positive operating cash flows in the AI and teleradiology business segments. During the first nine months of 2023, we had accrued $0.7 million for the future settlement expenses in connection with the SEC investigation. As previously discussed, the company and Ron Kodiakin our chairman of the board of directors have reached the settlement agreement with the SEC. During October 2023, the company paid $650,000 in civil penalties under this agreement. Turning to our balance sheet, as of September 30, 2023, we have cash, cash equivalents, restricted deposit, and marketable securities of approximately $95.6 million and a $3.3 million loan from a bank. We ended the quarter with a property and equipment net of $45.1 million. As of September 30th, 2023, we had approximately 57.7 million shares outstanding as compared to 52.1 million shares outstanding as of December 31st, 2022. The increase was mainly due to the sales of approximately 2.1 million shares and warrants to purchase up to 2.1 million shares in a registered direct offering in consideration of a gross proceed of $30 million and a net proceed of approximately $20.7.1 million and the issuance of approximately 255,000 ordinary shares to the former shareholders of U.S. RAD under the amendment to the U.S. RAD stock purchase agreement previously discussed. With that, I will end the call back over to Eric. Thank you all once again for joining our call today and for your ongoing support of Nanox. We are making significant progress toward deployment of the Nanox ARC system at scale in both the U.S. and other markets, and I'm looking forward to our investor day next week and our Q4 update call in early 2024. If you would like to register for our investor day or meet with the Nanox team, while we are in the New York area, please contact our investor relations partners at ICR Westwick. Have a good day. Operator, please open the session to Q&A. Thank you. As a reminder, to ask a question, please press star 1-1 on your phone and wait for your name to be announced. To withdraw your question, please press star 1-1 again. Stand by as we compile the Q&A roster. And one moment, please, for our first question. 
Our first question will come from Jeff Cohen of Leidenberg Thalman. Your line is open. Good morning, Arizona Ryan. How are you? Great. Good morning, Jeff. So uh, a few questions from Aaron. Um, you spoke about a government agency and some security screening, and this may be a, a stupid question, but is that for people or is it for goods such as luggage? No, we, we indicated uh, a last time. By the way, it's the same... Um, it's the same uh, agency that um, uh, acquired the first one, and the uh, the first trial was successful. So uh, they now go to the next step. We don't know exactly what's the uh, what's the purpose of uh, the use it. Uh, the only thing that uh, we know that the the indication that we got that it's a kind of a, a defense, but we don't know exactly what it is for. Um, um, so that's the. Um, <laughs> That's what I can say. Okay, got it. And uh, can you go back to your uh, EU submission and notified body? Walk us through the timeline there as um, all the documentation has gone in or will be going in shortly. And what would you anticipate on the timeline being that there's some further precedent in the U.S. now? So, so in a way, uh, we are kind of ahead of uh, uh, ahead of what we anticipated to, to do it next year. Uh, we have already submitted all the information. All the uh, the way it goes that uh, that uh, the notified body opens uh, kind of a window or or uh, a site that you uh, you upload all the information. You know, it's thousands of pages. Um, then once all the information um, is uh, is on, then you go to um, questions, uh, further in the, um, 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 further visits at the site, uh, all kind of checks. Um, I don't want to to give any. Uh, you know, we we have been uh, saying all the time that regulation is in in medical equipment is something that uh, is always. Uh, challenging and um, very complicated and has a lot of facets, but uh, but we assume that um, uh, with the quality of the information and the quality of the uh, of the clinical trials that we have, and with the quality of the uh, the ISO that we passed, uh, all of this it will be um, real reasonably faster than uh, what or is and uh, and uh, I have an estimation, but uh, but uh, I think that it would be better to wait until we get a better clarity uh, when in 2024 we will get it. Okay. Um, is it safe to say you're hopeful currently that you'll get a EU clearance in 2024? Uh, say, uh, uh, say from uh, whose point of view? From uh, I would say that uh, it would be reasonable to say. Got it. Okay. And then lastly for us, could you go back to um, the barracks facility in Utah and talk about their capabilities there as far as anticipated number of uh, units that could be uh, assembled and produced per month or per quarter or per year? So, uh, as you know, Varex is the largest uh, player in tubes uh, for the imaging uh, in the world. 
um, from uh, um, I was there a few weeks ago. Uh, we had a long day session of the kickoff, um, both for the future roadmap of um, future breakthrough technologies roadmap products for, for products. And the other thing is the uh, continuous uh, uh, supply. Um, and uh, from from the capacity point of view, they will be able to supply uh, whatever we need uh, going forward. Uh, they are not going. We're not going to be dependent on aliens. Uh, we're going to uh, continue with our strategy to ensure that we have at least two or three suppliers for each one of the components that uh, we have. So this, the tubes will be uh, included, and uh, they will be one of. They will be a major supplier, but not the the uh, sole supplier. Okay. Perfect. That does it for us. Thanks for taking the questions. Thank you for Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. One moment, please, for our next question. Our next question will come from Ross Osborne of Cantor Fitzgerald. Your line is open. Hey, guys. Good morning. Congrats on the progress. Thanks for taking our questions. Um, and hope your loved ones and employees are safe as possible given the war. Uh, so starting off uh, with the New Jersey Imaging Center, uh, would you provide some more color on the types of patients the center manages and when we can expect the center to be up and running at scale? Okay, up and running uh, uh, right now. Um, the second is uh, at scale right now is what we are focusing on and uh, we do hope that, uh, that it will be um, I would say we'll we'll be in scale probably um the um by the end of the year or uh beginning of the the next year uh in January we are planning to open the this uh, site for demos for people who would uh, be willing to uh visit and see um I would say also that this will be another um a solution that uh, we have managed to uh to create uh, since uh, right now in Israel, although we we do business business as usual um, and everything that uh, we're planning, we're doing, uh, some people or some visits that were supposed to come to Israel have postponed their visits, so they will be able to come to, um, to uh, New Jersey and uh, come and see, and we're going to uh, be there. Uh, it's going to be served as the... Uh, uh, you know, 626, for example, the one that we mentioned already were part of the installations that uh, we had there. So it's kind of a friendly environment uh, for us to ensure that uh, we're going to take all the benefits of uh, the proof of uh, concept, um, both for demonstration purposes and for, uh, for operational. Uh, we mentioned also that uh, as we speak, we are making the next uh, installations uh, before the year, before the end of the year. So basically, okay. the uh, the go-to-market strategy and the go-to-market action plan in the U.S. is up and running. We're building the team. Uh, uh, we signed the agreement, and uh, uh, we are aiming to uh, scan the first uh, U.S. patients uh, in the coming days. So we have all the necessary uh, approvals, but um, uh, the uh, this is something that we're planning. Uh, to do, we have uh, managed to uh, get all this uh, all this certification, finding the physics that uh, 
came to uh, be there enable us to uh, commence this scanning um, of patients, um, etc. So uh, it's good, or we are happy with it. Sounds great. Um, and then turning to Morocco, can you discuss the level of utilization in terms of scans per day or your metric of choice there, and then the amount of systems you've delivered to date? Um, I, I think that this is something that we will share. We will shed some light uh, in the Investors Day next week. Okay, fair enough. Looking forward to that. And but then uh, but basically, uh, basically uh, right now it's in line of I would say that it's in line of what we anticipated. Okay, got it. Um, and then starting to think about next year, given some of your recent manufacturing agreements, you know, when should we expect an inflection in system deployments and expansion into new geographies outside of Morocco, Ghana, and Nigeria? Just trying to get an understanding of system placement cadence for 2024, given you're now commercial and have contracts with these geographies for hundreds of systems. So you asked about the next. Uh, I think that we indicated already uh, the planning to uh, work to fulfill the um, the uh, orders that uh, we had originally uh, mentioned. Uh, the agreements that we have in each one of them, we are making progress in terms of the regulation approvals. So part of them will be other countries in Africa. Uh, part of them will be in Latin America. Uh, and uh, part of them will be uh, in um, Asia and uh, and European countries, which are not uh, dependent uh, on uh, on uh, EU. So uh, that's 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 the plan so far. But but it's all depend on the process and the progress that we made with the regulation uh, approvals. But this is also something okay. that uh, we will. We will give some more color on uh, next week. Sounds good. Thanks for taking our questions. Thank you. Again, one moment, please, for our next question. Our next question will come from Ben Haynor of the Alliance Capital Partners. Your line is open. Good day, gentlemen. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I Good morning. Great. Um, so it's just a, looking to understand the NAX ARC revenue a little bit better for the quarter. It sounds like some of that came from sales. So if you give me a sense of, or give us a sense of how, how much capital revenue was included in there, and then would you expect uh, the revenue that you're generating out of Africa uh, from these systems to grow uh, from the Q3 level going forward? Yes, so um, um, you refer to the $99,000 that we, we, we uh, are recorded in the correct? Correct, yes. Okay, so those are uh, actually stems from uh, the sales uh, revenue from our 2D imaging systems. Um, there are the split is between three countries. Uh, the first one is Cameroon, the second one is Morocco, and the other one is uh, Ghana. Uh, we're talking of a few of a few of a few systems in each uh, region, um, and some of the revenue comes from uh, the sales of those units and the other one from the usage of those units. 
Okay, so I guess I, what I'm getting at, that's helpful, but what I'm getting at is uh, would you expect the revenue uh, from those systems to pick up from the 99,000 level, the ones that are currently in, the, in those geographies? Generally, generally saying yes, because some of those uh, 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 provided for demo and training purposes, and we expect that those units will become commercially used. Um, of course, we'll add more um, um, uh, more um, um, units on the, those ones, and of course, we expect to start uh, generating revenue from the arc uh, from the revenue from the arc systems itself in those reg regions and in the U.S. itself. In these units, by the way, I would say that the numbers of scans per day. Uh, where they are operational uh, is actually, or uh, the numbers are exceeding our uh, original uh, expectations. Okay, that's good to hear and, and helpful. Um, and then just on the on the Verix agreement, was uh, curious about the minimal annual amount on that. Um, is that something that's relatively easy to achieve, or is it, you know, is it kind of a small fraction of the anticipated utilization, or what's the right way to think about that? Easy from uh, whose side? Uh, from sorry, their point of view or from our point of view? <laughs> well, 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 maybe both. Uh, well, first of all, we have not uh, disclosed uh, the details of the agreement yet, but. But, uh, we'll uh, um, we'll uh, we'll add more details in our uh, next 20F. Uh, what can I tell you? There's some formula over there um, that is uh, going to build in some minimums, but not in the current point of time. Yeah, and uh, some percentage, but um, we we don't want to get into this yeah. just because the way we structure the agreement is uh, very beneficial uh, for us in terms of the way we want to manage our business. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think that, I think that's all we have. You have, uh, to remember, so you have to remember that it's a it's a it's a long term agreement. There's a built up in the agreement in a way that both sides can um, um, can execute. Okay, got it. Um, but I think that's that's all we have. So uh, we'll see you guys at the end. I'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that is all the time we have for questions, thus ending the Q&A session. I would now like to turn the conference back to Erez Meltzer for closing remarks. So uh, thank you all for the uh, being with us uh, today. Uh, looking forward to uh, see part of you and uh, that the others will uh, be able to hear uh, next uh, week when we have the investor day, when we're going to uh, uh, shed and give some colors on on technology, on the go-to-market in the U.S. and uh, on the operational as well as the some clinical uh, management team will present there. So uh, see you next week and uh, thank you for being with us and the support of Nanox. Good day. This concludes today's conference call. Thank you all for participating. You may now disconnect and have a pleasant day.